London Heathrow Airport. For all Americans, please be aware that French fries are now chips, chips are now crisps, and taking a quality photo walking across Abbey Road is decidedly basic. God save the Queen. Where are you headed, lass? It's called, um, London Victoria Apartments. Ooh, that's quite posh. Oh, trust me, I'm not fancy. I'm here for work and they're putting me up. Well, they've got some beautiful gardens around those parts. Oh, this is so exciting. I've always wanted to ride in one of these black cabs. They kind of look like hearses, but, you know, like, nice ones. Aye, but you've got more life in you yet. Does that mean you've not been to London, then? No, first time. Welcome, then. Aside from the way they gouge you for a pint, you'll love it. And you pick the right season, too. Nothing like London in the summer, with the smell of the tube and all that pale skin on display. Best time of the year. The next morning, I get off the tube in South Kensington, buzzing with energy. I'm so excited to meet everyone and get to work. The email Kendra sent with the office address didn't say what time to come in, so I figured I'd just show up around 8.30, just to be safe. But I was a little too eager and overestimated my commute time, so I've got a few minutes to kill. I buy a flat white and a pastry at a cute little coffee shop around the corner and tip the barista a bit too much. Cheers, thanks. Before heading over to the office. I'm wearing my second favorite vintage dress. My lucky dress is in retirement, clearly no longer lucky, and I feel surprisingly put together and ready to take on the day. While I'm still sad about my breakup with Mark, there are a lot of good things in my life right now, too. I'm in a gorgeous new city, officially kicking jet lag's ass, and I'm about to start a new show of my very own. I walk up to the office, but, oh, this must be the wrong place. It's a rundown row house, and it looks dark inside. Oh, no, have I got the wrong address? Don't tell me I've messed up on my first day before it's even started. Five years in. You think they could allow me an extra holiday weekend for my cousin's sister-in-law's dog's wedding, at least? Oh, I know, love. Working for these American companies is such bollocks. I don't care how cool Cinnabuzz is. Without a proper month off for a summer holiday, pff, it's hardly worth it. Oh, hello. Hi, uh, I'm Casey. Did you say you work for Cinnabuzz? Is this the office? Sure is. We're working too hard, if you ask me. Right, um... I'm here from the L.A. office to work on the new Pop Cuisine spinoff. I should probably check in with HR if you could just point me in the right direction. <laughs> Hello. Aren't you bright and early? As for HR, I've got the keys to the office, if that's what you mean. The others will arrive when they're good and ready, I reckon. Oh, and then we should all pop out for a nice lunch to welcome you. It's only proper. Only proper. That's so nice, but I'm not sure we'll have time for that. Do you have a casting board set up somewhere? <laughs> right to it, such an American. That'll be in Ollie's office. He should be in shortly, assuming he didn't get too rowdy last night. Time for a nice cuppa before that, methinks. Oh, I brought coffee. Thanks. Um, is this the whole office? I wasn't expecting something quite so small. Well, love, this is where the magic happens. Maybe smaller than your fancy Hollywood offices... The studios are on the other side of town, but everything else happens right here. Oh, I love these old buildings. I think this used to be a Molly house once upon a time. A what? A brothel for homosexuals. 
Oh, don't worry, love. It's been at least a hundred years, and she's had a good clean. Okay. Uh, do you happen to know where my desk is? Oh, just grab a spot, love, anywhere you see open. We're not precious around here. I can tell you're anxious to get to it, but don't get your knickers in a twist. It'll be a bit before everyone's in and got their druthers. Three hours later, I'm still trying to figure out who I'm supposed to be working with. And where on earth are they? It's after 11 a.m., everyone's on their third cup of tea, and nobody seems to have known I was coming. Morning, Ollie, dear. Ooh, that suit is so handsome, Oliver. You could be the next James Bond. Good morning, good morning. Hello, Bridget. Lovely as usual, Carol. All right, Amelia. And we have a visitor. Wonderful. Hello, I'm... You must be Casey, my enigmatic American counterpart, here to bring the sensation of pop cuisine to the British Isles. Say I'm right. Well, yes, but really I'm... Clearly my lucky day. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing on a food show, and I'm chuffed to bits you here. I'm Oliver Turner, UK showrunner and your designated partner in crime. I have so many ideas, but of course I defer to your expert opinion. I hear you've been doing this for six seasons. That's quite a run. Shall we away to my office to chat then? Yes. Ugh, what a relief. I was starting to get nervous about how we'd pull this off. Oliver, you said? Great. Let's get to it. I live to serve. Right this way. Oh my god, who is this charming man? The guy in front of me can only be described as dapper, a word I've never used in my life, until now. But it fits. His perfectly coiffed chestnut hair sets off his ice blue eyes, and his charcoal suit jacket must be custom tailored, judging from the way it accentuates his strong shoulders and slim waist. I don't know what part of England he's from, but his accent definitely sounds posh. Add to that, he seems to be the only person around here who actually knows what's going on. If I'm not careful, I'll be halfway in love by lunch. Well, Casey, I'll have you know it's a good day already. I've just had a bit of news on my way into the office. What is it? We've got Bert and Birdie Baker interested to host. Quite a coup. National treasures, those two. Uh, sorry, who? You've never heard of Bert and Birdie Baker? From Winnie and Mags? The odd couple sitcom about Winston Churchill's ghost haunting and then helping Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher? Can't say that I have. But surely you saw their burlesque number on Strictly Ballroom last year. To the Spice Girls, two become one. When Bert did that split and it went viral, they won the whole bloody thing. I, uh, must have missed that. <laughs> oh, trust me, this is massive. We've still got to get them to sign the contract, of course, but that shouldn't be a problem. What do you say we head down to the pub for some lunch and a celebratory drink? Um... You know, I, I don't know if that's a great idea. You know, we start filming in less than two weeks and we still need to cast the show and figure out the themes for the challenges. I, I really think we should uh, get a little more work done. Nonsense. No one gets anything done on the first day. It's really just meant for introductions. And we've already sorted our hosts, so we're ahead of schedule. This absolutely warrants an afternoon pint. My shout. What'll it be? Fish and chips. Coming up. And what about a drink? It's bad luck to toast with water, when in Rome and all that. Um, a glass of Sauvignon Blanc, I guess. Here we go. Right then, I'd like to propose a toast to my highly esteemed colleague, Casey... What is your last name, then? Reed. 
Miss Casey Reed, who has come to carry us through to success of the greatest proportions. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Cheers, Oliver. So, are you all settled into your flat? If you don't like the place Carol chose, just say the word and we'll find something more suitable. Oh, no, it's great. Plus, I don't expect to be there that much. The schedule's going to be nuts once we get into filming. I'm used to a full-on schedule. I came over from Smash Island. Do you need to get that? Oh, sorry about that. Um, you were saying? Oh, just that we filmed a week ahead of airing, so the press wouldn't have a chance to leak any spoilers. This is going to be a piece of cake. Oh, I hope you're right. Your phone's quite lively over there. And do you have somewhere better to be? Oh, no. It, it's nothing. Just a uh, news alert. You know what? Let me just put that on silent. Hmm. As a concerned citizen, I should probably have a look. Sounds like there must be a war on. Or a stock market crash brewing with all that buzzing. Oh, I see. So you're getting all your news from Tinder, then? Not a very reputable news source, if you ask me. I tend to go in for Good Morning Britain. But then I do carry a torch for Susanna Reed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm busted. It's a dating app, not an illegal drug haul, Casey. But your first mistake is using Tinder, unless you're just looking for a hookup, which I certainly wouldn't judge. But most people here use Hinge. Oh, I have that one too. I kind of left no stone unturned. I... God, I can't believe I'm even telling you this, but I even downloaded Crumpet or Humpet. No, Casey, no! That one is absolute rubbish, and I won't stand for it. I could help you. Well, we are certainly off to an embarrassing start. This guy is so handsome, he probably has women constantly falling at his feet. And now he thinks I'm some sad, desperate loser who can't get a date without his help. Although, that's all kind of true. I just didn't want him to know it. My breakup with Mark still feels pretty fresh, but I just can't get what the psychic said out of my head. If she was right about Mark, maybe she's right about this too. So... Last night, when I couldn't sleep, I downloaded all of the dating apps. No, literally, all of them. I do only have eight weeks here, after all. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure you have much better things to do with your time than help a coworker find a date. Well, lucky for you, at the moment, I do not have anything better to do with my time. Poor me. I've actually just been chucked by the woman I was seeing. Meanwhile, all my mates have gone off and joined the cult of the married. Houses in the suburbs, babies, the whole kit and caboodle. I know, I know, you are utterly shocked that a dating pro like me is available to help at such short notice, but here I am. What luck. <laughs> and what are your qualifications, sir? How do I know I'll be getting good advice? You did just admit to getting dumped. Oh, Charlotte was just a bit of fun. I'm certainly not heartbroken over it. Met her on Rhea, and she was a proper model. Not even the catalogue kind. The snobby, high-end fashion stuff. So I'll have you know I'm somewhat of an expert on the London dating scene. Hmm, a dating Sherpa of my very own. Right, let's have a look at your profile then. Oh, ugh, this is so unprofessional. Not to mention embarrassing. Nonsense! I told you, I'm a professional. It's just like going to the doctor. Consider this an official dating checkup. And we're in England, so it's free. Ugh, I regret this already. <laughs> Don't worry, it will be quick and painless. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Okay, I am ready with my diagnosis. So, this photo here, this one is quite good. Very va-va-voom. That blouse is a bit low-cut, miss. I would certainly swipe right. 
But I might get the idea that you're only looking for a bit of a shag. Well, I am only here for eight weeks, but no, I'm, I'm not looking for just a one-night thing. You know, I'm... I'm <laughs> what are you doing? Taking a photo of you. This. Now this is what your lead photo should be. You're casual, you're in a pub, which will play well with the British lads, and you look, well, beautiful. Oh, uh, thank you. Now, let's have a look at the gents. Oh, what about this one? Definite yes. Not him, no, seems dull. Him, yes. Uh, Oliver, do I get any say here? <laughs> Sorry, no, doctor's orders. <laughs> but you're only swiping on the men that look like you. And what is so wrong with that? By the end of the evening, Oliver set me up on three different dates with a variety of seemingly attractive and hopefully interesting British men. But as we finish the last of our drinks and head home, I find myself almost wishing he were one of them. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hi friends, Rachel here. I'm one of the co-creators of Romcom Pods and I just wanted to share a new project that I've been working on. It's produced by Pod People and Diversion Audio and it's called The Royals of Malibu. If you like Romcom Pods, you will definitely like this. Here's a little taste. I'm Alyssa McKay, star of the new podcast The Royals of Malibu. I play Ella, a sex worker just trying to survive when I get swept away to the wealth and the drama of Malibu. Are you ready to get wild tonight? I like your skirt. <laughs> you know, you can like something without touching it. You don't want me to touch you? <gasps> you are a total psycho! You've made the biggest mistake of your life, Ella Sinclair! What kind of brother are you anyway, huh? I'm not the parent here. I should have never let you out of my sight. I'm going to take care of you, okay? Will Ella find a happily ever after ending? Or will these rich kids destroy her? You've never heard a podcast like this before. Fall in love with the Royals of Malibu on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Casey, there you are. A bit worse for wear this morning? Oof, that last round was a mistake. <laughs> How are you so chipper? I thought that might be the case. Here, I brought you a coffee. All the ladies keep stocked here is PG tips, and I thought you might need something with a bit more kick. Mmm, my hero. That's more like it. Ready to get started, then? 
Bridget's got the first group of potential chefs waiting for us in the drawing room. Right then, good morning everyone. On behalf of Cinebuzz, I'd like to thank you all for coming in today. I'm Oliver, and this very lovely lady is Casey. She's fresh off the plane from Los Angeles, where she's one of the lead producers that made the US version of pop cuisine such a rousing success. And now she's ready to help us do the same here in dear old England. Suffice to say, your fate rests in her hands, so she's the one to impress. He's laying it on a bit thick, but I don't mind. Usually men tend to hog all the credit in the office, but that doesn't seem to be the case with Oliver. Even though it's only been a day, we already feel weirdly in sync. I think we're going to make a good team. I survey the group of hopefuls in front of us. They couldn't be more different. Some old, some young, one in chef's whites, and one in a cocktail dress? I can't wait to hear their stories. Over the years, I've been to dozens of castings, but this one feels different, more exciting. Mark always pressured us to manufacture drama, but I want to build a show that has heart. Lovable, interesting people cooking great food. That's the show I'd want to watch anyway. Hello, everyone. Let's have you each do a quick intro, and then we'll head into the kitchen for a mini challenge so we can see how you work under pressure. And, more importantly, taste your cooking. Any questions? Right then. I reckon Ollie's a bit of all right. Hey, babes. Are you single? Not until five o'clock, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh. All right. Let's focus on the task at hand, please. Bridget, are we recording? Oh, aye. We're rolling. I've made a lot of, uh... At-home videos? Oh, my. Trust me, I always get the shot. I have a feeling we won't be screening any of those at the office. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, let's start with Tom. Love the look. I've never seen a pink ombre beard before. I know. It's like I'm wearing my last breakup on my face. <laughs> do you think it's too much? I can shave, of course, but I do love a pop of color. Not at all. We want you all to be yourselves. That's what will get the audience rooting for you. Tom, it says here your specialty is bread and baking savories. Tell us more about that. Right, so Dad died when I was 10, and my mom and I have been comfort baking ever since, really. A few years ago, we decided to put the rest of the insurance money towards a real shop, and now we're the top bakery in Nailsworth, four years and running. My rainbow crumpets sell up by 10 a.m. Very popular with the kiddies. And some of the dads, too, <laughs> if you get me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about your father. Oh, it's for the best. He was a homophobic asshole anyway. Lost his cool if I so much as try to heal on. And just so as you know, my drag name is Candy Coxwellop. <laughs> and I'd love to do the finale as Candy. Assuming I'll make it there, of course. Oh, that's cracking. My husband, Angus, God rest his soul, was so embarrassed whenever I caught him in my closet. But I always thought he was quite striking in a dress. He filled him out better than me, anywho's. <laughs> you must be Nanny Edith, right? From Musselburgh, Scotland? Aye, I better be, or else my head's gone mince. Uh, okay. And your specialty is pies, right? How did that come about? Well... Angus had a weakness for the ponies, you see, and he'd lose more often than not. So I'd go along with my pies and sell them to the crowd so we'd break even. He could be a right Egypt, my Angus, but he was my Egypt. God love him. That would be a great backstory. Absolutely. Okay, and then we have Wolfgang from Hamburg, Germany. When did you move to London? I am moving here three years ago to write about my travels. I am making the best dish from every town I visit on post this on my blog. Someday, 
I will have a movie like Julie on Julia. Lovely ambition. And it says here your specialty is fish? Hamburg is the best fish market in the world, yes? There is no fish brochin like mine. Well, you haven't tried my fish roll yet, mate. Have you got good banter too, then? Right. You must be Sophia from Essex. And it looks like your specialty is, quote, whatever you want it to be. Just a bit of fun. Don't go getting your knickers in a twist. It's actually hand-rolled pasta, and it's proper sick. I do love working a nice long noodle with my hands, yeah. All right, then. And it says here this isn't your first foray into television. You've been on Naked Attraction not once, but three times. Oh, you're well, Joe, aren't you, Ollie? Perhaps we should consider a nudie episode of this show, too. It's so much easier to connect without all these clothes getting in the way, innit? Unfortunately, we haven't cleared nudity with the network for this season, so we'll all be cooking with clothes on this time round. <laughs> okay. All right, don't get the ump with me. Have it your way, then. Oh, dear, so sorry. I've always been a bit cack-handed. My kids call me Butterfingers, and my husband says it works two ways. First, because I use loads of ghee in everything I make, and secondly, on account of the clumsiness. No trouble at all. I'm sure the audience would find it endearing. Absolutely. And your specialty is Indian food and curries? A bit predictable, I suppose, but I do make the best dal this side of the Mediterranean. Ask anyone. Other than my husband's mum, of course. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, everyone, let's head into the kitchen and see what you can do. I can do the splits if you'd like to see later, Ollie. Things seem to really be coming together. After a full day of casting yesterday, we have our contestants sorted, and I spent last night, well, hate scrolling through Mark's Instagram, but I also watched a few episodes of Winnie and Mags to see what the fuss is about. Well, I mean, really more like one episode before I fell asleep with a takeaway curry in my lap, but from what I saw, they seem great. Plus, everyone in the office seems completely obsessed with them. May I help you? I'm here to meet with Bert and Bertie. Please come in. We'll begin in the West Wing. Please follow me. Here we are. Announcing Miss Casey Reed. Casey, what a pleasure. What can I do for you this morning? I brought your contract. Oliver said I should bring it to you directly, but you don't have an agent? Nonsense. I can handle it. Let me take a look. Hmm. Very good. Okay. All right. All right. Ooh, that's clever. Haven't seen that before. Uh, well, to start, I'll need top billing over, Birdie. Sorry, you want top billing over your wife? Quite right. Okay, um, let me just give her a call, but I'm sure that won't be a problem. Hello? Hi, Bertie. This is Casey from Pop Cuisine. I'm here with Bert, and we're going through the contract. Uh, this is a bit awkward, but Bert wanted his name to come first in the credits, so I just wanted to make sure that's okay with you. Well, darling, I'd have to look up the contract. Why don't you pop round? Oh, uh, where are you? In my office, of course. And where is that? In the East Wing. You mean, you're here at home? Why don't we all just sit down together and hash this out? It'd be much easier. Absolutely not. Not a chance. 
Okay, hold on. I'll come to you. Okay, I have the contract here. If Bert's to have top billing, then I want to say the catchphrase. Uh, there is no catchphrase. Well, dear, you better make one then, and make it good. Uh, is there a printer in here? Okay. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. All set. You get top billing and we'll have Bertie say the catchphrase. What? I didn't know there's a catchphrase. Uh, well, I mean, there wasn't. There isn't. We'll make one up. Well, if she gets the catchphrase, I want to be on the left in all the promos. Uh, okay. Heavens no! I can't be on the right. He knows that's my bad side. Uh, work with me here, Bird. There's a lot of money on the other side of this. Hmm. Well, then. If I'm to be on the right side, then I get to sign off on Bert's wardrobe. I'll make the bugger wear green. I can't wear green. It washes me out. I'll look like a corpse. <sighs> then Bertie needs to stand on the left in the promos. Take your pick. Fine. I'll wear the bloody green jacket. Ridiculous. So we're agreed. All right. Are we agreed? All right, fine. You two should really get agents. We did do, but they kept firing us. Oh, you don't say. it go then? Oh, they're going to be the death of me. Too right. I gather they're going to be the death of us all. But we've thrown in our lot with them. So, did you convince them to sign the contract? It took five hours, Oliver. Five! I racked up 12,000 steps running back and forth between their separate wings in the mansion. <laughs> Frankly, we'd all be better off if they gave up the charade and just got a divorce. But I got it done. Bertie has to be on her bad side in all the promos, and Bert will be wearing a very unflattering shade of green. But the contract is signed. Well done, you. Our adverts are going to look terrible, but well done, you. Ugh, I'm exhausted. Please tell me we're done for the day. Actually, we have the culinary producer in to discuss the episode challenges. Ugh, I'm starving. Do I have time to grab something to eat? Rami is setting up in the conference room, but I think there were some sweets in the kitchen for Carol's birthday if you want to have a look. I couldn't find any jackfruit, but I'm sure we could track some down if we need it. And I managed to round up everything else on your list. Here she is, all sorted. Those vultures ate all the cookies, and they were from Ben's. I've been wanting to try those. Well, this should be quick. I have some top-notch ideas for the culinary challenges. I look around the conference room. The table is laden with every food imaginable, in seemingly random groupings. 
In the center is a glistening red lobster next to a bowl full of spiky fruits that I recognize but can't name. Cans of beans are lined up next to bars of Cadbury chocolate. There are artichokes, fatty marbled steaks, raspberries, fresh pasta, and sweating tubs of ice cream in at least 10 different flavors. Oof, my stomach grumbles in protest. Oh, mind the tub of crustaceans behind you. Some of them have pincers. I peel my eyes away from the colorful smorgasbord in front of me and notice the rakishly handsome man in a chef's jacket. I take in his warm brown skin and wild wavy hair, which I have a sudden urge to run my fingers through. I clench my hands into fists at my side to stop myself because that would be incredibly inappropriate. Casey Rami? Rami, Casey. Rami is our very talented culinary producer. He's just back to England after a stint at one of the best restaurants in Paris. And Rami, this is Casey, the amazing consulting producer from America who's here to, well, frankly, save all of our bums. <laughs> it's a pleasure. Nice to meet you. So, I had Rami put together some options for the food groupings for the different challenges. I've asked him to bring the ingredients here so we can see precisely how it would look on set. I'm starting to catch up on what's going on here. Typically, our culinary meetings happen via PowerPoint, and for good reason. There must be thousands of dollars of food laid out in front of us. And with the culinary producer's fee, this meeting is probably coming in around 10 grand. I'm still shaky on the conversion rate, but I don't think hearing the figure in pounds would make me feel much better. I bite my tongue to keep from pointing out the price tag on Oliver's folly. Right, so my first idea is that we could do all of the ingredients for a typical Sunday roast. You know, the roast beef, carrots, potatoes, the whole thing. Yeah, I've got that one over here. Hmm, but then wouldn't the contestants just cook a Sunday roast? Usually we try to mix up the ingredients we give them, so the dishes they cook require some creativity, and we hope each person comes up with a different way to use them. Uh, that's a good point. Rami, aren't you thrilled we have Casey here to help? Rami flashes me a warm smile that makes my insides melt. I don't know what it is about this guy. He's barely said a word and I'm basically panting. Although, in my defense, he does have a very cute and mischievous glint in his eye. Come on, Casey, pull it together. Focus. Okay, so the next idea I had is that we only use foods that are not native to Britain. So think ostrich meat, sushi rice, guavas, sea urchin, and the like. Where's that one, mate? Uh, on the left here. Sorry, my left, you're right, I mean. Okay, so what would the contestants be able to make with that? Well, that's the fun part. We don't know. I'm really not trying to be a buzzkill, but there have to be some ingredients that go together. We want people at home to be salivating over these dishes, not just confused. Too right. Excellent point. Well, what about the lobster, then? I'd love to see Bert have a wrestle with that little bugger. I'm starting to get a bad feeling about this. Oliver's ideas are... Not great, and I need this show to go well. Mark may have sent me over here to get rid of me, but I am going to make this show such a success that he has to pay attention. Rami, did you have any ideas for us? I did, actually. So, I was thinking, Indian cuisine has been inextricably woven into British culture, so what if we did a grouping around England meets India? We could give contestants Indian staples like lentils and garam masala and also quintessential British ingredients like haddock and black butter or craft ale. Rami, this is perfect. A great way to pay tribute to British fare with an international twist. This is exactly what we need for our first episode. Truly inspired, mate. Oh, that's me. Must take this. Are you two all right to wrap things up here? 
I think we have our first concept. Brilliant work, you two. Hello, Oliver here. I can help you pack up if you want. Oh, no, no need. I'm sure you have more important things to do. Actually, I was gonna head out for the day. I desperately need to find something to eat. Somehow all I've had today is too much coffee. Well, you're welcome to take anything here. It's all top-notch ingredients. I was kind of surprised Oliver wanted to see everything in person. We could have just done a slideshow. Well, that's nice of you, but I realized last night I don't have a single potter pan in my kitchen. I just moved here for the show, and I'm in one of those horrible corporate rentals. Oh, well, we can't let you starve. How about we duck out for cheeky Nando's? I saw one next door on my way in. Uh, yeah, I don't know what any of those words mean. Right, that won't do at all. I'll pack up afterwards. We need to fix this straight away. Come on, then. Your total is £9.50. Okay, leave the ordering to me. There is a proper way to do things here, and we can't have you messing up your very first Nando's. So you get us a table, and I'll be right over. (laughs) Okay, I would seriously eat a horse right now. I'm so hungry, but all right, I can tell this is important to you. Very important. One's inaugural Nando's is quite the momentous occasion. What can I get for you today? We'll have the nuts, uh, half chicken, hot, spicy rice, and the peri-salted chips. Talking about this unassuming but delicious-smelling fast-food chicken is the most animated I've seen Rami so far, and it's kind of adorable. It reminds me of the way a lot of chefs in the States talk rapturously about Popeye's fried chicken, a perfect food delivered straight from the gods. Before long, Rami heads back towards the table with a pile of aromatic chicken, a mess of sauces, and a big dopey grin on his very, very cute face. So, dip the chicken into this sauce first. That's the real magic. Hmm. Oh, my God. What is this? It is garlic peri-peri. Oh, I could literally drink this. I know. I basically lived on late-night Nando's back in my early 20s when I was working my way up in the kitchen ranks. It'd be the only thing open that was worth eating after my shifts. Aren't you going to have any? Oh, I'm good, actually. I had a bite before I came in for the presentation. Well, you can't just watch me eat. You're going to make me (laughs) self-conscious. You can entertain me, then. Uh, Tell me, how'd you get into cooking? (laughs) Okay, well, I could do that. Let's see. My mom was a nurse when I was a kid, and she worked really long shifts. So my jada, my grandmother, would watch me and my brother, and I loved to help her cook. She would always let me crack the eggs into the tagine, which was my favorite part. That's so sweet. Were you any good? I had no choice. <laughs> she took my schooling in the kitchen quite seriously. And then as she got older, her arthritis got really bad, so I do most of the actual cooking, and she just give orders. Still the toughest chef I have ever worked for. She still won't tell me exactly what the spices are in her fish germula, and somehow mine never taste quite as good as hers. <sighs> so what about you? Why did you want to work for a cooking show? Oh, God, this is going to make me sound so sad and uncool. Oh, yes, because all the cool kids in year eight were hanging out with their Moroccan grandmother, making smelly foreign foods with weird names. I see your point. <laughs> well, uh, I was not popular in school basically had no friends, so after school I would come home and watch cooking shows. More for the company than the food at first. I had no idea how to cook anything. But over time, Ina and Rachel Ray and the two fat ladies, they 
kind of became my friends. Wow, that sounds so pathetic. I don't think that sounds pathetic at all. In fact, I think 12-year-old Rami would have loved to hang out with you and watch cooking shows. Well, uh, this was delicious. Um, thank you for my first Nando's experience. I'm sure it will be the first of many. This definitely wasn't in any of the guidebooks I bought. Um, should we head back? You still need to pack up, right? Yeah, right. What are you going to do with all that food, by the way? I'll probably drop it by a women's shelter in my flat. They mostly get donations of stodgy canned food. They'll be absolutely thrilled about all this. Wow, that's so thoughtful of you. Um, Casey, this was quite nice. <laughs> I was thinking maybe you might want to go out on Saturday. Oh, I... N not as a date or anything. It's just I'm also new to London. I grew up in Birmingham, but I've lived abroad the past few years. So I thought maybe you might want to see some of the other things they left out of the guidebooks. I'd love that. It's a date. But, you know, not a date. Not a date. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Rom-Com Pods was created by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was written, directed, and executive produced by Becca Freeman and Rachel King. Showmance was also produced by Skylar Samuels and Mayank Bater. We had production help from Samantha Reed, and Alison Castanguay is our editor. Sound design by Daniel Brunel and Shane Hendrickson. Mix and theme song by Daniel Brunel. Our casting director is Mayank Bater. Showmance was produced in partnership with Pod People. In this episode of Showmance, Casey is played by Skylar Samuels. Oliver is played by Jack Turner. Rami is played by Elliot Knight. Airport announcer is played by Charlotte Rothwell. Taxi driver is played by Jacob Leonard Smith. Barista is played by Tanner Calicut. Carol is played by... Georgia Kate Haig. Bridget is played by Amy Griffin. Sophia is played by Verity Van Dams. Tom is played by Kevin Burton. Nanny Edith is played by Jackie Malor Gwynn. Wolfgang is played by Neil Mayer. Rubina is played by Zakia Patel. Butler is played by Robert Fleet. Bert is played by Alex Webb. Birdie is played by Claire Jacobs. Cashier is played by Adam Weber. Oh my god. <laughs> I was so intrigued by your performance, I smashed, I headbutted my microphone. That is incredible. <laughs> I do have that effect on people. It's totally okay. <laughs> do I need to do a few more? <laughs> Rachel again, don't forget to check out our two other shows, Vote for Love and Honeymoon for One. You can also follow us at RomComPods on Instagram to learn about our new project. Thanks for listening.